Martin Mayer up here to try to win the pair of KUOU tickets, and he has done well with trivia in the past. So uh, you're aware of the, the, the difficulties of trivia here. We're going to start you with a really hard. You get three tries at this thing, all right? So uh, here is your first question. Actually, let me pull up some questions from uh, in the future, I guess. Uh, with David James throwing the ball, this Jayhawk receiver was named All-Big 8 in 1973. Yeah, receiver. Again, we are. That is incorrect. Emmett Edwards is the correct answer. Again, we are live at Big Mill. We're going to have our uh, KU pregame show coming up in a minute. All right, this is strike two. Now we're going down to the hard round, so it'll be a little bit easier for you here. Um, your question for this one. Let's see. This Jayhawk defensive end earned all Big 12 first team in 2004. Yes, that is right, David McMillan. All right, and just like that, we have already given away our KU Oklahoma tickets for uh, homecoming, so congratulations to Aaron Mayer. Yep, absolutely, and uh, everybody have a good time at the game. We will be giving away more KU OU tickets coming up uh, down the road a little bit here, but uh, today is all about UCF. We're live at Big Mill. I'm chomping on a chicken sandwich. It's delicious. Highly recommend coming out. They've got great Detroit-style pizza. They've got um, all sorts of stuff. I mean, the smoked chicken wings are great, the conies, the smash burgers are great this chicken sandwich honestly this is probably the best chicken sandwich i've had in lawrence this is uh really good stuff you got the garlic aioli going with the french fries and everything and we're giving away all sorts of free stuff the big meal you can't mess us on the way in and ninth of mississippi we got beads we have t-shirts we have gift cards to big meal we have candy uh all sorts of stuff that we are uh, giving away out here at big meal so uh we are going to talk plenty about ku ucf on today we are going to preview the game we're going to get to some scores going on around the country and in the Big 12 as both these teams looking to bounce back. KU taking on UCF today at 3 o'clock. Crimson and Blue Show coverage will start at 1.30. Kickoff at 3 right here on KLWN and our sister station 105.9 KISS. KISS crew is going to be out here, Big Mill, till 2.30. Our show goes till 1.30 here on KLWN before Crimson and Blue Show takes over. This is the first meeting between Kansas and UCF. UCF riding a two-game losing streak, Kansas losing last week to Texas. So a big bounce-back opportunity for one of these two teams, and certainly the quarterback play will be a uh, top storyline here. Seems like Jason Bean going to go for Kansas. Seems like John Rice Plumley going to go for UCF. We'll get plenty into that and more coming up. First, we're going to take a quick two-minute break here. We're live at Big Mail for our KU tailgating pregame show on KLWN. Depend on it. a St. Jude moment. Braxton was diagnosed with chloroid plexus carcinoma, which is a brain tumor. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. Being part of the research makes us feel like we're doing our take. So if we can put our little piece of the puzzle in it, I would do it over and over again because I don't want another family to have to go through what we're going through. 
Seeing the research team keep going all night makes me relieved. I was up at two o'clock in the morning and I saw a meeting going on. And I was like, oh my God, no one sleeps here? <laughs> Which is fantastic because they are literally trying to find a cure 24 hours a day. They're not willing to give up. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Seal off drafts, dust, and moisture with MD Weather Stripping from Menards. We have the Midwest's largest selection of in-stock weather stripping with over 130 products available to take home and start lowering your energy bills today. Save time and money with a 17-foot-long self-adhesive weather strip. Only $189 after 11% rebate. Get 11% off everything. Now at Menards. Goods are October 8th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at what you guys are saying is is correct. All right, welcome back in. We're at Big Mail Live on the corner of 9th of Mississippi with Sam Speck out here. He's here for the KISS crew, going to be here till 2.30. I'm going to be here uh, doing this KLWN pregame show till 1.30 when Crimson and Blue Show takes over, and that'll be 3 o'clock where you can hear KU against UCF right here on your original home for the Hawks with KLWN. So KU comes in at 4-1. and one. They're 1-1 one and one in the Big 12. UCF comes in at 3-2. and two. They're 0-2 to start the Big 12. They're trying to get their first Big 12 victory ever after joining into the conference. This is the first meeting between the two, and both teams looking to bounce back. Now, certainly after Illinois has looked pretty bad lately and losing 20-7 to seven at home last night to Nebraska, and after KU loses big to Texas last week, maybe now you're starting to have some questions about, okay, well, how good is this Kansas team? This is a perfect opportunity to show it. If they go out there and win, I think you're going to feel like everything is cured. If they go out there and lose, there's going to be a lot of questions afterwards. As far as UCF, this is a very talented team and one that has a very explosive offense, one of the best in the conference and in the country. They're averaging over 500 yards per game. They lead the conference in that metric. Uh, they're also averaging over 37 points per game. They're one of the top numbers in the conference and in the country there. And they do it with a little bit of everything. They are kind of similar to Kansas overall as a team. They've got a really good stable of two running backs to lead the way for them. They've got a dual-threat quarterback in John Rice Plumley, who I believe is going to be back for today. They've got a couple explosive receivers on the outside, and uh, they've got some, some good offensive linemen uh, at the tackle position. And then defensively, They've struggled a little bit more defensively, but they're an opportunistic defense that I wouldn't classify as a bad defense, but I wouldn't classify as a great defense either. But, you know, they can make some plays. They'll force some turnovers or cause some pressure throughout the game. But overall, they've given up a lot of points, a lot of yards at different points throughout the season when they face matchups that go against them. So offensively, this is a team that's going to put up a lot of points, and that'll be stressing the KU defense for sure. Um, obviously, KU missed over 20 tackles last week in that game against uh, Texas, and UCF certainly puts pressure on you. That was something that KU defensive coordinator Brian Borland talked about um, leading up to game week here that, you know, it's going to be hard to bring them down with the first tackle because they're so good with the ball in their hands. So that means you have to have swarm tackling, gang tackling. You have to be able to get them down with the second and third guy, which means you need multiple guys around the ball at all times to be able to bring him down. So that's going to be the key for the KU defense in stopping the quarterback run game. They've struggled stopping the quarterback run game, whether it's been guys who aren't really known as scramblers, like Quinn Ewers being able to have a successful game, or guys who have been known as scramblers. You go back to the bowl game last year, K.J. Jefferson running for over 100 yards. John Rice Plumley back for UCF he is a big time runner of the football averaging over eight yards per carry so far this season KU's gonna have to figure out a way to slow that down now on the other side of the ball with that UCF defense two stud corners on the outside 
They have a good defensive line with a lot of good athletes on the middle there. Morris Brash is the leader in sacks and tackles for loss for them. But uh, you look at some of the pro football focus grades, and you know he's one of the lower graded of the four defensive linemen because the rest are all graded really well. They struggle most defensively kind of up the middle, the spine of the defense. Linebackers have struggled a bit inside of the UCF defense, has struggled a bit with some of the slot corners and one of the safety positions. Maybe that means that KU can exploit the middle with some of their running game, which Kansas State ran for almost 300 yards in that game a couple weeks against UCF, and maybe that means that KU is able to exploit that. Maybe it means big games for Luke Graham, Mason Fairchild, and the tight ends over the middle of the field for the KU offense against this UCF defense. But uh, there are some exploitable areas for that UCF defense that KU should be able to put up a good point total A, and they're probably going to have to because that UCF offense is so explosive and they run high-paced offense. They'll run some high tempo at you at different times, and that was something else we saw be a struggle for KU in uh, some of the years past. So uh, UCF certainly a, a good team. They're 3-2 and two record. Uh, probably the best win so far this year is their Boise State win, which was an 18-16 to 16 win. Lower scoring game there. Boise's not been great this year. They're 2-3 they're and three so far, but still you think of them as being one of the better you know, group of five schools overall, and, and they've lost to some good opponents. Um, UCF, that was the game that John Rice Plumley got injured in at the end, but they ended up making a game-winning field goal toward the end. So far in conference play, that loss to Kansas State where they just couldn't get off the field, couldn't get the stops, couldn't stop their running game. And then most recently, they lost to Baylor. It was 35-7. to They led it. Baylor ended up winning 36-35. UCF missed a long field goal at the end of the game to uh, try to win the game for the Knights. Um, and by the way, do this with this what you will. UCF fans get very upset if you call them Central Florida or the Golden Knights. They go by UCF Knights, so uh, do with that information what you will. Hey, Jayhawk fans, we're over here at Big Mill before every KU football home game, handing out all sorts of giveaways from Grandstand. You might not have heard of them, but since 1988, they've been making some of the coolest branded items for your favorite craft beverage brands. We're talking glasses, shirts, hats, giveaways, you name it, they can do it. So if you're interested in getting some own customized gear for yourself, you can go to egrandstand.com and get that customized gear. You can uh, also come out here, and we've got some stuff from them that we're giving away. We're also giving away, you know, gift cards, T-shirts, and plenty more. And they're on the lookout for uh, some new team members. So if you're looking for a job, they're right here in Lawrence, so you don't have to worry about a long commute if you're here in Lawrence. And they kind of blend a cool style of personal skill mixed with top-line technology, so it's not a surprise that everything they make is top, top quality. On top of all that, they have an air-conditioned production floor, an on-site gym with personal trainers, company events, and great salary and benefit packages. Plus, you get to help grow craft beer and spirits brands. So check them out at egrandstand.com slash careers to learn more. That's the letter E, grandstand.com slash careers to learn more. We're going to get to our top, top storylines of the game, scores around the Big 12 in the country, players to watch, picks for the game, plenty more coming at you throughout the rest of our KU tailgating show. We're live at Big Mail. Kiss Crew going to be here till 2.30. I'm Derek Johnson, David Ward back in studio. Sam Speck with me for the Kiss Crew. This is KLWN. Depend on it. Maybe he was born with his witty humor. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some whenever they go. Or as a frontier newspaper reporter. There's nothing to be learned from the second kick of a mule. Maybe he got his insights from being a riverboat captain. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Wherever he went, Mark Twain found humor all around. Humor. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com.
got a message. All right, I got a message for you. Radio is the way to go if you want to advertise. Targeting your customers, any shape or size. Radio is a perfect way to tell them who and where you are. They listen at work, they listen at home, and you got them in that car. You've got to go with Radio when you want to advertise. <laughs> Here we go. Watch me now. Hard rock and soft rock and easy listening too. Up and down the dialer formats just for you. Country classic talk and gospel stations. Every market across the land has got a station for your situation. The cost is low and radio is theater of the mind. You can present your information with imagination. If you want to get your message across, get your message across the airways with radio. Call them. They will come right over. Remember, you got to go with radio when you want to advertise. There are lots of stations just your size. Welcome back in to Big Mill on the corner of 9th of Mississippi. We're going to be out here, our show, till 1.30 when the Crimson and Blue Show takes over. Kids Crew is going to be here till 2.30. We're giving away all sorts of stuff for free. Just stop by, spin the wheel. We got uh, beads, we got T-shirts, we got Big Mill gift cards, candy, and some other giveaways from Grandstand, so... Come on out. We already gave away our KUOU tickets, but uh, our next home game, we should have even more home tickets for, uh, I think that would be the K-State game for next home game with the OU game, so that'll be exciting. Um, we're going to get to uh, some more UCF-KU talk here in a moment. First, though, some scores from around the country. On uh, third, or Wednesday night, we saw Jacksonville State take down Middle Tennessee State 45-30. New Mexico State over FIU 34-17. Thursday night saw Liberty take down Sam Houston 21-16. And Western Kentucky win at Louisiana Tech 35-28. Last night, a couple of Power 5 games. Nebraska won at Illinois 20-7. That was an Illinois team that Kansas beat earlier this year. And Oklahoma State pulled an upset on Kansas State 29-21. Of course, Oklahoma State's going to be the team that's hosting Kansas next week. So um, I guess, I don't know, maybe maybe a, a bad thing because they're finding their rhythm now. Maybe a good thing because they're going to be coming off a big win and, and maybe you can catch them a little bit more off guard. But they're going to have a longer week to get prepared for you with Kansas and certainly they'll be watching today's tape against UCF. Currently ongoing, Texas leading Oklahoma 14-10 to with 8.07 to go in the second quarter over at the uh, Cotton Bowl, the Red River rivalry going on right now. Maryland, who's undefeated this year sneakily, is currently leading Ohio State 10 to 7 with 5:40 to go in the second quarter. Missouri beating LSU in a battle of ranked opponents, 23 versus 21, and the Tigers are leading 22 to 10. Though LSU is at the Missouri three with 2:04 to go in the second quarter. Boston College on top of Army, 13 to 3. Mississippi State leading Western Michigan 17-7 near the midway point. Wisconsin up on Rutgers 17-0, about to be halftime there. Virginia and William Mary tied 13-all with 55 seconds left in the half. And UMass leading Toledo 21-17 with 3.02 to go in the first half over there. We'll give you another score update later in the show. Top three storylines for this one between KU and UCF. Storyline number one, the QB injuries. For UCF, they had injuries to uh, to uh, a couple of their players with uh, the quarterback being the most notable here. And, uh, you know, certainly for John Rice Plumley who got injured in the Boise State game. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he gets injured in the Boise State game, misses a couple games, then he comes back to action 
and uh, you know was was kind of cleared last week was the talk, but he didn't play. Now he's supposed to be playing for this week. That was the report from Brett McMurphy last night. I think that's been kind of the indication that you know Lance Leipold mentioned earlier this week on Hawk Talk too. That they expect him to play. Uh, McLean, the backup quarterback, filled in admirably for him. Put up some good stats. His stats indicated he was more of a passer than a runner, though. Plumlee more of a runner than a passer. Now, both quarterbacks are dual threats and can do both. McLean can throw on the run. He can run. He had a game where he had over 50 rushing yards. But Plumlee is an elite running running quarterback. McLean is a good running quarterback. McLean probably a better passer than Plumlee. But, again, Plumlee's still adept at both. So, uh, it'll be an interesting challenge. And KU has struggled with the QB run game. You're going to have to deal with that with Plumlee. Then for KU, you have Jason Bean, who... Um, obviously, with Bean, he, you know, misses uh, the the or, or Jalen Daniels, excuse me, misses the last game against Texas, and uh, as far as no Jalen Daniels in that game, it was uh, obviously something that hurt KU on the offensive side of the ball. And for Bean, it was tough because he didn't have a full week to prepare. It gets launched on you at the last minute. Now there can be an argument to be had that well, you're a fifth, sixth year player in college football. You got to be ready at all times, and you know, at any moment, if you're the backup quarterback, you could come into the game. You know, whether it's it's before the game, whether it's during the game, one play and, and the guy's out. And um, obviously you were looking for more there. But we've seen Bean fill in admirably last season. Uh, he put up some big numbers a year ago um, in some of the games that even they lost, like Baylor and Oklahoma. He obviously won them the Oklahoma State game that got them bowl eligible. So they'll be looking for something like that here in this game today from Jason Bean with a full week of preparation from your play calling and from him getting the reps and knowing what to expect. Now, I guess there is the chance that Jalen Daniels goes today. The report from Brett McMurphy earlier this week was that they expect Jason Bean to start, and they will evaluate Jalen Daniels today. Now, I, I don't know what that means because I would, the way I view it, if Jalen Daniels were evaluated today and they were to say, yeah, you're good to play, why would he not start? You know, he's already been deemed to be your best quarterback. Why would he not start in that situation? So the way I'm viewing it, I'm expecting Jalen Daniels to be out. Could be proven wrong, but that's my expectation. And we'll wait and see. This thing has obviously been handled in a very kind of secretive way through the whole way through, so I guess nothing would be a surprise to this point in time. But even then, you're talking about uh, kind of a situation where, I don't know, um, Jason Bean can do enough for you to win this game. It's just the margin for error becomes a little bit tighter. You have to run the ball better. You have to play a little bit better defense. You have to take care of the ball. You have to win the turnover battle. Things like that that, you know, it's unfortunate because Jason Bean, if, if Jalen Daniels never existed, we would be looking at Jason Bean as the best quarterback in KU uh, since Todd Reesing in 15 years. And he'd be looked at as, I think, kind of a middle-of-the-pack quarterback in the Big 12, which, again, if you do other things well, you're going to win games with that guy. But with Jalen Daniels, when he's healthy, he's like one of the best, if not the best, quarterbacks in the Big 12. And so because of that, it, there is that difference, and it just gives you the less margin for error, and it, and it changes what you are as a team. And, and that little difference in ceiling can be the difference. And so Jason Bean has to play an A or a B game today for you to beat a good team in UCF. So uh, the quarterback injury stuff certainly going to be interesting coming into this one, but I, I think it feels like it's trending toward Bean starting for KU and Plumlee starting for UCF. Storyline number two, trying to get back on their winning ways uh, and be a maybe top five Big 12 team. You know, right now the Big 12 is wide open. It's pretty apparent that the top team in the Big 12 is going to be the winner of this Texas-Oklahoma game tonight. Probably whoever we view to be second is going to be the loser. Outside of that, it is wide open. You know, whether you thought Kansas State was that third team, 
they lost to Missouri. Now they, they they lost last night to Oklahoma State. Whether you thought Kansas could be that team, well, you get blown out by Texas. We'll see how today's goes. And obviously the Illinois win doesn't look as good anymore. Could it be UCF? I don't know, but they've already lost twice, including to Baylor. Could it be BYU? I don't know, but they already lost to Kansas, right? Could it be someone further down? Could like West Virginia, who's had a good start to the year? I don't know. The point is, there is not that clear number three team in the Big 12. And furthering it out, there is not a very clear top five. TCU was in the title game last year, has already lost a couple of times. Iowa State had the loss to Ohio, right? You can go on and on with all these Big 12 teams and point to flaws, that it is wide open for one of those top five spots and one of the top three spots. And so I think whoever wins this game between Kansas and UCF, you're going to clearly view them as a top five team in the Big 12. And honestly, whoever wins this game, you might view as the number three team in the Big 12. I don't know. It's pretty crazy how uh, wide open the conference kind of is right now. But both teams trying to get back on their winning ways. Kansas lost last week for the first time to Texas. UCF losing back-to-back games coming into this one. Our third top storyline here, two defenses that have shown some struggles against the run and going against explosive rushing offenses. Okay, so UCF gave up the 280 to Kansas State. Um, the Baylor numbers, you know, they give up less than four yards per carry, but if you take out some of the sacks, it's, it's not quite as good uh, in that game against them. They've been susceptible at times to giving up some big plays in the running game. KU, last week, gave up a ton of explosive plays, and in the running game, they give up over 300 rushing yards to Texas. In comes the UCF offense with a stud rushing quarterback and one of the best running back duos in the conference and in the country. In comes for Kansas, uh, uh, you know, very fast quarterback in Jason Bean and one of the best running back duos in the conference and in the country with Daniel Hyshaw and Devin Neal. So for both these defenses, this is going to be a test, and it kind of goes back in line with these teams that are very similar. You have a great running back duo for both teams. You have dual-threat quarterbacks for both teams who, you know, UCF will argue that John Rice Plumley is their fastest player. KU will argue that Jason Bean is their fastest player. Um, you got some good receivers on the outside. you got some good offensive linemen. You have defenses with some good players that can step out and uh, at times is going to be hurt, and at times the defenses are, are going to show some weaknesses. So very similar between these games. Maybe special teams is what's going to determine who wins today, that or the turnover battle. But, you know, that's kind of a cop-out because the turnover battle, like, always determines who's going to win the game for the most part. All right, we're going to take another timeout in the action here. We'll get to our players to watch. We'll get to uh, college football look around, giving you another update on the scores and talk about what's coming later today. We also will get to our uh, final predictions for the game and maybe some bets we're looking into with DraftKings. With uh, David Ward back in studio, Sam Speck out with me here at Big Mill. We're going to be here, Kiss Crew, be here till 2.30. Our show here on KLWN goes to 1.30 when the Crimson and Blue Show will take over. But we're going to take a timeout on KLWN, depend on it. Join Kansas football in David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium on Saturday, October 7th as they play host to new Big 12 rival UCF. Don't forget about the reimagined Game Day on the Hill fan tailgate presented by Electric Park where fans can enjoy great atmosphere on the hill with fellow Jayhawks. Also be sure to follow Kansas football on social media for more game day information and behind the scenes content. That's Kansas football versus UCF on October 7th. For more information or to purchase tickets for the game or tailgate, visit KUAthletics.com today. Some of life's best memories are made in the kitchen sharing family time and grandma's recipes. Why not commemorate a life well lived with a personalized service at Rumsey Yost Funeral Home and Crematory? At Rumsey Yost, they put families first with customized services to celebrate those personalized qualities of your loved one. From unique customized events to traditional services, Rumsey Yost is honored to meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Rumsey Yost Funeral Home and Crematory, providing customized services to Lawrence since 1920. Hey folks, Calla Forge with the all-new Victory Ford in Garnett, Kansas. Sure, we have new vehicles in stock like new Ford F-150s up to 10,000 off. 
but we also have over 800 quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Need something to save on gas? How about a 2016 Nissan Sentra for under $7,000 or a 4x4 SUV for $10,000? We have over 25 lenders to choose from with rates as low as 0% and no payments for 90 days. Visit us on Maple Street in Garnett or online at VictoryFordGarnett.com. Victory is truck country. This is a St. Jude moment. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, which is a brain tumor. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. Being part of the research makes us feel like we're doing our take. So if we can put our little piece of the puzzle in it, I would do it over and over again because I don't want another family to have to go through what we're going through. Seeing the research team keep going all night makes me relieved. I was up at two o'clock in the morning and I saw a meeting going on. And I was like, oh my God, no one sleeps here? <laughs> Which is fantastic because they are literally trying to find a cure 24 hours a day. They're not willing to give up. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. We the people are guaranteed five freedoms in the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. Freedom of religion. Freedom of the press. Freedom to peaceably assemble. Freedom to petition the government. Only the United States has these five freedoms so simply bound together and guaranteed. Think first. Learn more at thinkfirstamendment.org. Sponsored by the Kansas Broadcasters and Press Associations. 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. Welcome back into our live show at Big Mill on the corner of 9th of Mississippi. You can come by, spin our prize wheel. It's free to do so. You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to give us your I don't know, contact information. You just come by and spin the wheel and you get free stuff. We got uh, gift cards at Big Mill. Those, those are running out. I've seen a couple people spin for that already, some $25 gift cards. We've got uh, beads to give away. We've got, I don't know, lip balm. We've got some stuff from Grandstand, T-shirts. So uh, come on by, Big Mill, 9th and Mississippi. You can't miss us on the way in to the game. And uh, our show going to go till 1.30 today. Crimson and Blue Shell take over after that. And then uh, kick off at 3 o'clock on your original home for the Hawks with KLWN. You can also, if you're wondering, well, can I, can I listen if I don't have a radio or a radio nearby or I'm going to be away from my car? KLWN.com or the KLWN app. You can stream the game that way as well. And uh, you can also hear the game on our sister station, 105.9 KISS, 105.9KISS.com, and the 105.9 KISS app. All right, well, uh, we're going to go over a couple more scores here going on right now. Again, the live games at the moment. The big one is the Red River rivalry in Oklahoma leading Texas at halftime 20-17. to 17. So certainly uh, Texas has looked like a national title contender, but OU's shown up in the uh, Red River rivalry. Um, also, this one, a bit of a surprise. Maryland and number four, Ohio State, are tied 10-10 to at the break in Columbus. Missouri leading LSU 25-17 to at halftime in a battle of top 25 teams. Boston College leading Army on the road 20-10. to Mississippi State over Western Michigan 24-7. to And Wisconsin on top of Rutgers 17-0. Virginia leading William & Mary 20-13. to UMass leading Toledo 21 to 17 right now the live line of the KU UCF game is UCF is favored by two points this was a game that opened up KU was favored by two and a half uh, after the news with Plumlee with 
Bean slash Daniels, it has shifted that UCF is now favored by a couple points coming into this game. Uh, the over-under is 64 and a half, so a lot of points expected. That basically means they're expecting a score around 33, 34 to 31, and I don't know. Maybe we need more than that. And by the way, it is a beautiful day out here. This is what football is all about, in my opinion. This is perfect fall football weather. 60 degrees, going to get up to the mid-60s during the game. It's sunny. It's not overly cold, but cold enough that you might need, like, pants or, or maybe uh, a sweater or something. This is my favorite time of year, favorite weather, and uh, perfect football weather headed into this game. All right, we're going to take another time out and get to a legal ID here as well. At the top of the hour, when we come back, we're going to talk more KU-UCF and get to our players to watch. This is our KU tailgating show, a big mail on FM 1017, 1320 KLWN, KLWN.com, and the KLWN app, depend on it. Hey, Northeast Kansas, Joe Clements here from Clements Automax. Business has been rocking all year long, and we're going to keep jamming. It's our Rocktober Sweet Ride of Mine sales event. Right now, you could drive a rocket, nicer, newer car for just $8 down. Is your credit living on a prayer? My one and only For the People credit approval process takes you backstage with the banks and lenders and gets your approval needs done dirt cheap. So don't stop believing you could drive a nicer, newer car. Might as well jump for just 8 bucks down. If you see this place a-rocking, you better come knocking, because it's going to be a sellout. I'm Joe Clemens, and I want to be your car dealer. Come see us at Clemens Auto Max in Lawrence on West 6 next to Casey's. Or online at approvedbyjoe.com, approvedbyjoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Good night. All terms subject to approval, some minimum requirements. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Clemens Auto Max. Need out of a car loan or just some quick cash? If you have a vehicle you no longer want or need, I'll buy your vehicle. I'll even help you pay it off. Go to sellmycartojoe.com. I'll buy your vehicle. www.sellmycartojoe.com. 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. For our KLWN show, Kiss Crew going to be here till 2.30 as we get ready for Kansas and UCF at 3 o'clock. Going to be a beautiful day here at Memorial Stadium. You can't miss us at Big Mail. We're spinning free prizes to be had, and uh, all you got to do is spin the wheel. All right, our players to watch in this one. Let's start with the Kansas offense. Well, for the Kansas offense, it'd be hard not to pick Jason Bean, right? When you're talking about Bean, you're talking about, you know, starting for Jalen Daniels and filling in, and, and those are tough shoes to fill. Jalen is one of the best quarterbacks in the conference and in the country, and so, you know, Jason Bean's been solid and admirable filling in, but uh, certainly it's just yeah, you notice some of the little differences, whether it's that one or two key plays or interceptions that go against you in the game that was the difference, or maybe the, the read option. Kansas can't really run that read option with Jason Bean like they can with Jalen Daniels because Bean kind of struggles reading in the read option, when to take it, when to give it. So it changes things a little bit, but he's still overall been a good quarterback for KU. He has to play a good game today against UCF. These are pretty equal opponents here with UCF and Kansas. UCF probably going to put up a lot of points with their explosive offense. That means pressure's on Jason Bean to have a good game because last week against Texas, Jason Bean struggled. I'm sure if you asked him, he said he wanted to play better, and, uh, you know, that was uh, something that hurt KU in addition to really, I mean, it wasn't a great game for a lot of players, right? There, there were some things that, that hurt him as well. Pass blocking wasn't great overall. Receivers maybe struggled with separation, had some key drops. So it wasn't, you know, everything around Jason Bean working as a well-oiled machine, but uh, they're going to need more from him in this game too. So we'll see what uh, KU can get from Jason Bean. But overall, you're your player to watch because the quarterback is always just kind of a player to watch. Um, I, I think you look at when Jason Bean was the starter last year, there were a couple guys who had some big games. Quentin Skinner, Lawrence Arnold, and, and Mason Fairchild. 
And with UCF having two really good corners on the outside, maybe a little more vulnerability on the inside, I think Mason Fairchild could have a big game for uh, KU. So he's certainly somebody that I'm watching in this one, in addition to KU's running game because uh, UCF gave up those nearly 300 rushing yards to Kansas State. Uh, Player watch for the UCF defense, though. Well, it'd be easy to take Trayvon Morris-Brash. He's the team leader with five sacks. He's uh, got one of the highest tackle for loss totals in the country. But, you know, maybe maybe you'd go with one of those stud corners, too, on the outside because they've had a couple good ones so far this season. But I think Morris-Brash is the guy to look at, and especially because that's a fun matchup. If he's going to be on the backside of Jason Bean, Dominic Pooney has been excellent at left tackle so far this season for Kansas. That could be a really fun matchup between Morris-Brash and uh, Dominic Pooney on the outside. So that would be my guy for them. Now, as far as the UCF offense, player to watch in this one, I'm going with Kobe Hudson. Kobe Hudson's the receiver for UCF. He transferred in from Auburn. He's a senior. He has 21 catches this year. He has 468 yards and two touchdowns on the 21 catches. So he's averaging well over 20 yards per catch. He's explosive with the ball in his hands. He catches deep balls. And all it takes is one or two plays in the game where he has a 70-yard touchdown and a 40-yard connection, and those two plays could change the game. So Kobe Bryant, Melo Dotson, whoever's on him on the outside, you have to stay disciplined, watch the double moves, you have to tackle, make sure-handed tackles. But Hudson's been excellent so far this season. And KU has to do a good job of bottling him up today. As far as the KU defense, player to watch in this one, I'm going to go with Cornell Wheeler. Cornell Wheeler started the season as one of the backup linebackers, got his season high in snaps in uh, the uh, game against BYU, and he played really well. He, he graded out really well on pro football focus, had himself a couple really nice plays. He ended up kind of splitting time with Taiwan Berryhill last week, with Berryhill still kind of working back from an injury. Uh, and Cornell Wheeler so far this season is KU's highest graded player on pro football focus. Wheeler has been really strong this season in limited time. He obviously had that big interception against Texas at the end of the first half that prevented Texas from adding on a couple more points and keeping it at a one possession game at the halftime break. And so, you know, Wheeler, I'll be interested to see what he does today because with Barry Hill working back from the injury, does that mean more snaps for Barry Hill? Barry Hill's kind of struggled this year. I think a big reason why is he's playing through an injury. But uh, do, do they view it as, well, Wheeler's given us more, we're going to give him more snaps? Do they view it as Barry Hill's getting more healthy, we're going to give him less snaps? I don't know, but I think Cornell Wheeler is one of the team's three best linebackers. And uh, I'm excited to see what he can do in this game, especially against UCF, who's got a good running game, so that puts pressure on your linebackers. And in a game where you need to wrap up, you need to tackle against a team who breaks a lot of tackles, a lot of that's on the linebackers. Now, uh, uh, as far as the special teams in this one, KU special teams done a really good job so far this season. And they just haven't really made any big mistakes. I don't know if they've had any, like, huge plays. They haven't, you know, hit, like, a 50-yard field goal. They haven't had, like, a big kick return or punt return for a touchdown or anything or a blocked punt or kick. But they haven't done anything wrong. And that's that's exactly, I think, what you're looking for if you're KU. Just don't mess anything up. But with UCF, you have a lot of speed on the field. It'll be an interesting game to see uh, what happens in special teams. When you're looking at the battle of the kickers, though, uh, Boomer is the kicker for UCF, which is a great last name for a kicker. Um, he's missed three field goals this year. Two of them are beyond 50, though. So he's been a good kicker. He's got a long of 55. Seth Keller's been perfect so far this year. We, we haven't seen him have to extend it out much further than kind of mid-40s so far this season. So, you know, special teams can determine a game like this where it is maybe a little bit more of a coin flip. As far as the X factor in this game, you know, from uh, turnovers are always an X factor. So I, I don't want to take that one because it'd be kind of a, a cop-out answer. But I, I really do think the X factor in this one is going to be how Kansas defends against Tempo. 
UCF is not as high tempo of a team as, say, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma is going to give you 80-plus plays per game. Same with, like, a TCU. We've seen Texas Tech do that last year. UCF is, is in the high 60s, nearly 70. Now, part of that can be uh, if you're getting stopped, you're going to have less plays per game. Another part of that could be, you know, maybe at times they're running hurry up, at other times they're not, whereas with Oklahoma it's, like, always hurry up. Um, so it's not going to be maybe every single time. But with UCF, they, they're going to use it, pick and choose at different moments. And KU last season struggled in the games they had to defend high tempo. Texas Tech put up, like, 40-something points. Oklahoma put up over 50 on them last season. Uh, TCU put up 31 in the second half. They struggled in games where they had to defend tempo. So with another year under their belt, more experience under their belt, how do they do defending against tempo? That's going to be a big question for KU in this one. And if they can handle it well, then uh, that certainly leans toward uh, coming out on top. We're going to take a time out here on KLWN. We're out at Big Mill. Come on by 9th in Mississippi, and uh, we're giving away all sorts of free stuff. You can spin the prize wheel and win all sorts of those freebies. Again, we're here till 1.30 on KLWN, till 2.30 on 105.9 KISS. This is KLWN. Depend on it. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. All right, I got a message for you. Radio is the way to go if you want to advertise. Targeting your customers, any shape or size. Radio is a perfect way to tell them who and where you are. They listen at work, they listen at home, and you got them in that car. You've got to go with radio when you want to advertise. <laughs> Here we go. Watch me now. Hard rock and soft rock and easy listening too. Up and down the dialer formats just for you. Country classic talk and gospel stations. Every market across the land has got a station for your situation. The cost is low and radio is theater of the mind. You can present your information with imagination. If you want to get your message across, get your message across the airways with radio. Call them. They will come right over. Remember, you got to go with radio when you want to advertise. There are lots of stations just your size. We weren't sure adoption would happen for us, but when it did, it happened threefold. Mary and her husband first met their three children when they became their foster parents. Little did they know that their house would become the siblings' forever home. We had to help them adjust to the idea that they wouldn't have to leave. Children in foster care have lived and survived so much. We had to help them process their trauma. And now to hear our children say that they know they have a mother and father who take care of us, teach us, and love us means everything. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is committed to finding safe, permanent homes 
for the longest waiting children in foster care. I not only love these kids, I am just so proud of them. You can help. Visit DaveThomasFoundation.org. Welcome back into Big Mill, corner of 9th of Mississippi. You can spin our prize wheel and get all sorts of free stuff. We got gift cards, T-shirts, beads, candy, some stuff from Grandstand. So come on by 9th of Mississippi. Can't miss this at Big Mill. And by the way, Big Mill's having some awesome specials. They always do. They're doing a brunch special till 4 o'clock today. It's dollar off mimosas and uh, some other stuff at Big Mill. Maybe you can win a gift card right here with us out here. And uh, they're going to be open normal hours tonight. So I can't recommend Big Mill any higher. I love their Detroit-style pizza. I love their smoked chicken wings. I love their, their conies. Uh, the chili conies are to die for. Uh, the smash burgers are great. I got the chicken sandwich for the first time today, and oh, my gosh, it is like the best chicken sandwich I've had in Lawrence. So uh, coming out to Big Mill, and, you know, maybe you're not even going to the game. Maybe you're like, ah, I'm looking for a place to watch the game. They have TVs all inside. They have an outdoor patio, and they have TVs out there. You can hear the roar of the stadium from the patio. That's how close we are. So uh, you can do that. Or if you're looking, you know, uh, the game is kind of in, in that middle zone, right? Like, we're kind of lunchtime right now. You go to Big Mill before the game, or after the game, it's going to be like 6, 6.30, something like that. It's going to be perfect dinner time. Stumble over to Big Mill. It's, again, like a two-block, maybe three-block walk from Memorial Stadium. You can grab dinner, reminisce on the game, either celebrate or, uh, I don't know, uh, drink in sadness, whatever ends up happening. You can do that at Big Mill uh, after the game tonight. Uh, so scores going on around the country and – uh, what's coming up later today? Number 12, Oklahoma, leading number three, Texas, 20 to 17 at halftime. Maryland and number four, Ohio State, tied 10 to 10. They've just begun the second half, Maryland football. LSU trailing 25 to 17 in a battle with the 23rd ranked Tigers and the 21st ranked, I guess, or, or the 21st ranked Tigers in the, um, well, I, I guess, yeah, both Tigers. So, uh, anyway, uh, just put myself in a pretzel there. 25-17, Missouri up eight with 9.34 to go in the third. LSU ball, they're in the red zone. Boston College leading Army 20-17. to Mississippi State up on Western Michigan 24-14. to Wisconsin ahead of Rutgers 17-0 to in the third quarter. Virginia leading William & Mary 20-13. Th- to Toledo up on UMass 24-21 to in the third quarter. Things have just begun between Marshall and NC State. And Temple and UTSA, Buffalo, Lance Leipold's former school, leading Central Michigan 7-0. Games that will start later, number 13, Washington State will be at UCLA at 2 o'clock. Virginia Tech will play at number 5, Florida State at 2.30. Number 11, Alabama is at Texas A&M at 2.30. Syracuse at number 14, North Carolina at 2.30 as well. Purdue will be at Iowa on at 2.30 with Wake Forest at Clemson, same time. Um, other afternoon games, Vanderbilt at Florida at 3 o'clock. Colorado at Arizona State at 5.30. Number 20, Kentucky will be at number one, Georgia at 6 o'clock. Number two, Michigan at Minnesota at 6.30. Same times for uh, Arkansas at number 16, Ole Miss. Number 10, Notre Dame at number 25, Louisville. Georgia Tech will be at number 17, Miami at 7. Same with number 24, Fresno State at Wyoming. And Texas Tech will be at Baylor at 7 o'clock along with TCU at Iowa State. There's also Colorado State at Utah State at 7. Number 15, Oregon State will be at Cal at 9 o'clock. And Arizona will be at number 9, USC at 9.30 for the nightcapper here. Uh, right now, the line on the game, Kansas getting two points. The over-under 64 on DraftKings. You can use code KLWN to sign up on DraftKings and place a $5 bet. Get $200 in bonus bets. And again, over at DraftKings. Make sure to read all those conditions and everything for that. Um, 
Obviously, KU taking on UCF at 3 o'clock. Our Crimson and Blue Show coverage is going to start in about 15 minutes at 1.30 with uh, Sean Kellerman and David Lawrence. and uh, or, or, excuse me, with Brandon McAnderson and David Lawrence. And then uh, David Lawrence and Brian Haney will take over about a half hour before the game and have you covered for kickoff at 3 o'clock right here on your original home for the Hawks with KLWN and our sister station at 105.9 KISS. Um, so right now, the, the betting line, as I mentioned, Kansas also plus 110 money line. You're almost better off taking the money line than maybe the spread because with two points, you know, I, I don't know. I guess there's a little bit of coverage there, but you're going to get a little bit of better odds that way. As far as some of the prop bets for the game, some of the ones that I like, Devin Neal, anytime touchdown score on DraftKings is going off at minus 190. Uh, feels like, I don't know, I, I know those aren't great odds overall, but Feels like against a team who struggled against the run, a game where it could be high scoring, that uh, Devin Neal could easily find the end zone in this one. John Rice Plumley for UCF is minus 110. KU struggled stopping the quarterback runs. You could see him rushing one in. Daniel Highshaw plus 100 to score a touchdown. Uh, how about one of, I don't, I don't know which one you'd want to go with, Lawrence Arnold at plus 125, Mason Fairchild at plus 190, Quentin Skinner at plus 190. Maybe if you want a little bit of value, Trevor Wilson is plus 360. We saw Bean and Wilson connect on a deep ball touchdown last week against Texas. And in the Baylor game last year when Trevor Wilson was healthy, we saw Bean connect on a deep ball touchdown to Trevor Wilson too. So uh, maybe Trevor Wilson could have a little bit of value there at plus 360 same goes for trevor cardell jared casey's plus 380 savion morrison plus 380 douglas Emilian plus 360 and the kansas defense plus 370 my favorite ones there would probably be either trevor wilson uh maybe quentin skinner we've seen him connect on some touchdowns from jason bean so far this season um as far as some of the yard props in this game jason beans over under is 227 and a half i would definitely be leaning over there with my expectations of UCF scoring a lot in this game, I think Kansas is going to have to throw. And, and I don't know, there, there's a, a real chance that UCF wins this game and Kansas is going to have to throw come from coming from behind that I think Bean ends up with over that for passing yards. Now, the one risk of taking that bet, outside of obviously injury, which is always the risk, is that, uh, you know, if Kansas is able to just blend UCF up by running the football as Kansas State did, maybe they won't have to pass for a ton. But I'm going to go over on the Jason Bean 227 and a half passing yards uh you can also get jason bean over 0.5 interceptions at minus 130 which um i hate to say it but i I think there might be some value in that uh it seems like one or two times a game i mean even you go back to like the oklahoma game which was his biggest statistic game from uh, a season ago like he had a couple interceptions against the uh the sooners devin neal's over under for rushing yards is 87 and a half that's a lot of yards to get to. I'm avoiding that one, but you could easily see that going over. Obviously, last week he only had 40, but that's because the offense struggled to stay on the field. Jason Beans is 33 and a half. Always tough when you take quarterback rushing props in college because you uh, lose yards on sacks. So that'll be uh, tough to get to that one necessarily. Lawrence Arnold's is 52 and a half. He's had a good connection with Jason Bean, but UCF has some good corners on the outside, so might avoid that. Quinn Skinner at 31 and a half. I kind of like that number over. Luke Grimm at 35 and a half. Probably Imagine stay battling away from cancer. Me, I kind of lean over on that one. And Mason Fairchild, I mentioned him as a player to watch. I love the over 28.5 on Mason Fairchild uh, for this one for KU. All right, we're going to take another time out here. When we come back, we'll wrap things up, get to our predictions of the game, and we will also, how does KU win this game? What do they need to do well? That to finish things up, we are live at Big Mill till 1.30 here. Kiss Crew be here till 2.30. Come on by for some of their great game day specials. Get a bite to eat or spin our prize wheel. With Sam Speck here, I'm Derek Johnson, David Ward back in studio. This is FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN, depending on it.
Imagine battling cancer and actually beating it. You feel like you've just come out of the woods, only to discover you're about to go over another cliff. Hi, I'm Kathy Bates, and as a two-time cancer survivor, I can tell you nothing prepared me for the challenge of lymphedema, a chronic disease often brought on by cancer treatment that compromises the lymphatic system and leads to a lifetime of severe swelling and pain. Lymphedema, LE, affects more Americans each year than AIDS, Parkinson's, MS, muscular dystrophy, and ALS combined. Yet with proper treatment, it can be managed or even prevented. That's why I urge everyone facing a cancer diagnosis to be your own best advocate. Discuss LE with your doctor before undergoing surgery. With patients and doctors working together, we can learn and live. Learn more at lymphaticnetwork.org. All right, I got a message for you. Radio is the way to go if you want to advertise. Targeting your customers, any shape or size. Radio is a perfect way to tell them who and where you are. They listen at work, they listen at home, and you got them in that car. You've got to go with radio when you want to advertise. <laughs> Here we go. Watch me now. Hard rock and soft rock and easy listening too. Up and down the dialer formats just for you. Country classic talk and gospel stations. Every market across the land has got a station for your situation. The cost is low and radio is theater of the mind. You can present your information with imagination. If you want to get your message across, get your message across the airways with radio. Call them. They will come right over. Remember, you got to go with radio when you want to advertise. There are lots of stations just your size. This is a St. Jude moment. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, which is a brain tumor. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. Being part of the research makes us feel like we're doing our take. So if we can put our little piece of the puzzle in it, I would do it over and over again. Because... I don't want another family to have to go through what we're going through. Seeing the research team keep going all night makes me relieved. I was up at 2 o'clock in the morning and I saw a meeting going on. And I was like, oh my god, no one sleeps here? (laughs) Which is fantastic because they are literally trying to find a cure 24 hours a day. They're not willing to give up. Finding Cures, Saving Children. Learn more at stjude.org. We're back at Big Mill. Kiss Crew is going to be out here till 2.30. Our show ends here on KLWN at 1.30 because Crimson and Blue Show is going to take over. And then uh, kickoff will be between KU and UCF at 3 o'clock right here on KLWN and our sister station, 105.9 KISS. This was the report last night from Brett McMurphy. UCF QB John Rice Plumley out the past three games with a leg injury will start at Kansas. Plumley has not played since entering his leg in the win at Boise State on September 9th. So Plumley expected to play. This was also uh, McMurphy's report earlier this week on Kansas. Kansas QB Jason Bean will make his third start of the season versus UCF. Sources told Action Network. Jalen Daniels, preseason Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Missed last week's game versus Texas with back issues, and his availability versus UCF will be determined Saturday. Again, I, I don't know what that's about. If 
if his status is determined today that he's good to go, why would he not just play? I, I'm just expecting Jason Bean to start and, and play the whole game for KU. Now, obviously, there is the ultimate disaster scenario that you were one hit away from having to go to the next guy, which after Ethan Vasco transferred earlier this offseason, that's a little bit scary because your next guy up is Cole Ballard, who you know certainly has impressed a lot during fall camp, but he is a true freshman walk-on quarterback. He'll serve as the backup today, assuming that Jalen is out which seems to be kind of the assumption with Bean starting. So that's that's a little bit scary that you could get down to that point, though. Ballard did impress people during the fall camp, so who knows what you could possibly get there. And ideally, you don't even have to end up worrying about that, and Jason Bean would be the guy. But certainly that's why the uh, betting line shifted from opening up Kansas minus 2.5 to now Kansas plus 2 points in this game. One final scoreboard check right now. It is uh, Oklahoma leading Texas in a battle of number 12 versus number 3 at the Red River Rivalry. The Sooners are up 20-17 to 17 with 11-08 in the third, and they have it at the Texas 3-yard line. So Oklahoma about to expand their lead, already up by 3, and, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit of worry right now that for Kansas, your Illinois win all of a sudden looks a lot worse after they lose big to Nebraska last night and got blown out last week by Purdue uh, meanwhile, you only beat Nevada by seven. You were only up seven in your FCS game at the break. And then you look at the uh, the Texas game now, and as good as Texas looks, the thought was, okay, well, maybe Texas is just national title good. Now they're losing to Oklahoma. So I don't know how much confidence that gives you or takes away from you. Oklahoma might just be really good, too. That'll be KU's next home game, so certainly that one will be a toughie. Maryland is currently leading at number four, Ohio State, 17-10, to with 10.51 to go in the third quarter. Number 23, LSU leading number 21, Missouri, 27-25 with six minutes in the third. Boston College leading an Army 20-17 as that begins the fourth quarter. Mississippi State leading Western Michigan 31-21, 3.23 to go in the third. Wisconsin up on Rutgers 17-0 with 6.28 in the third quarter to go there. Virginia leading William & Mary 20-13 with 3.44 to go in the third. Toledo up on UMass 31-21, 10-11 to go in the third quarter. Marshall ahead of NC State 7-0. That one just got started. Same with Temple up 7-0 on UTSA. And Buffalo ahead of Central Michigan 7-0 also in the first quarter there. All right, well, uh, time for our game picks. And uh, KU taking on UCF again at 3 o'clock here right here on your home for the Hawks with KLWN. You know, the biggest thing, KU will win this game. KU will cover whatever you want to say if what happens. I mean, the the automatic is Jason Bean has to be on a B-plus, A, A-minus game. You cannot afford for this to be a C-Jason Bean game because there are so many similarities between these two teams. These two teams are pretty close in terms of what they are, so it's just going to be about execution today. And uh, with John Rice Plumlee back, back for UCF, you know, if you're Jason Bean, you cannot – uh, afford to have kind of that down game so i think ku wins the game if jason bean plays well um i also think ku wins the game if the defense holds ucf to anything below 30 points uh i think both defenses are at risk of giving up more than 30 in this game i think both defenses are at risk of giving up more than 40 points in this game so if you can hold them to 28 heck maybe if you even can hold them to 31 points i think you will walk away from this game at the very least saying if you held them to 31 points that was a winnable game for you because, again, UCF's defense has at times had some holes so far this season that you should feel like you you can score 34, 35 points in this game. And if your defense gives up 31 to one of the best offenses in the Big 12, yeah, it's not the best game in the world for the KU defense, but it should be enough to put you in range of winning. And that's kind of how you have to view it of 
Can the defense at least hold them enough? Can they make a few plays? Because, you know, this KU offense is as talented as it is. Right now they're averaging 33 points per game, which is a fine number, but that's actually, you know, a handful less points per game than they averaged last season. And that's even taken into account this year that they've already had two defensive touchdowns in the BYU game. So, uh, realistically, the offense maybe still trying to kind of find their footing early in the season. They'll have to do it today with Jason Bean. So one of those two things, I guess also you could throw in turnovers or special teams if you have the big advantage in one of those. Either you win the turnover battle 3-1 to one, or you have a kick return touchdown or something. That can shift the game to you winning between uh, what should be a close game. But for the most part, it's that. Avoid the deadly play from Jason Bean. Avoid the deadly interception. Jason Bean plays clean. He plays a good game. You should win. If the defense hold them to 28 points, I think you should win. Obviously, it doesn't guarantee it because what if their defense holds you to 24? But I think you should win the game if you hold them below 30 because that's the way that I'm kind of viewing it, that uh, against this offense, that would be a good job by the uh, KU defense. As far as my picks for the game, I'm not as optimistic on how things are going to go today versus Kansas. I guess I'm uh, glass half empty on this one because of the fact that it is with Jason Bean. I think UCF, uh, I, I could see UCF scoring in the high 30s or in the 40s, and I'm not sure that you know Jason Bean, I think for the most part, he'll end up with a big stat sheet on the day, but... You could see that one or two play end up happening or maybe there is that big interception or that big misread of the option or a big third or fourth down they can't convert because they miss out on something, and that's the difference of the game. Uh, we've seen a lot in the Jason Bean tenure when maybe the KU defense didn't play a great game, but they forced a turnover, and they gave the offense a great shot to maybe capitalize on momentum, and they just haven't done it. And that's my big worry in this game, that the stats are going to look good at the end of the game, but the UCF wins a game maybe like 41-31 to 31 or 42-34, to 34, something like that. So I'm leaning UCF. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll wait and see, and uh, hopefully I have egg on my face at the end of this thing. All right, that's going to do it for our show here at Big Mail. Kiss Crew is going to be out here till 2.30, though. We're spinning our prize wheel, and you have all sorts of free stuff. We have beads to give away. We have candy to give away. We have T-shirts. We have, uh, I think we just gave away our last Big Mill gift card. We gave away our KUOU tickets earlier, but we sell plenty of other stuff from Grandstand, too. So come on by. We've got other, like, concert tickets to give away. That's a Big Mill on the corner of 9th of Mississippi. And stop by Big Mill if you're looking for a spot to watch the game or after the game, walk over to Big Mill. It's a couple blocks away from the stadium. You can avoid all the uh, the, the parking nonsense at, at the KU game. Just walk over to Big Mill. Uh, enjoy after the game. It'll be dinner time, and you can go back, get your car. No, no cars will be there. You don't have to worry about the uh, hectic parking leaving the stadium after that. So, again, highly recommend Big Mill. Uh, if you're going for the first time, Detroit-style pizza is the way to go, but the chicken sandwich I had today, the smash burger I've had, the Coney's uh, smoked wings, it's all delicious for uh, whatever you're looking for. They also have cocktail specials and dollar-off mimosas and brunch specials till 4 o'clock today, uh, kind of ongoing during the game. All right, for David Ward back in studio, Sam Speck here with the Kiss Crew. Again, they'll be here till 2.30. I'm Derek Johnson. Crimson and Blue Show takes over next. You're listening to FM 1017, 1320 KLWN, klwn.com, or the KLWN app. Depend on it. Maybe he was born with his witty humor. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some whenever they go. Or as a frontier newspaper reporter. There's nothing to be learned from the second kick of the mule. Maybe he got his insights from being a riverboat captain. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Wherever he went, Mark Twain found humor all around. Humor. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. Hey there, I'm Lance Bass, and this is Chip. And if you're like me, your pets mean the world to you. And if disaster strikes, saving them is a priority. Learn how to keep your best friends safe 